0: on this rock hurling through time and
1: space at 66 thousand miles an hour tethered to a burning sphere by an
0: invisible force in an unfathomable universe
2: what's everybody uh, enjoying right now in their glass?
3: have a little infusion blackberry blueberry with a twist of lime that's quite good a little post poke post echocardiogram uh drinky it's
1: an anti-inflammatory exactly um i have some bob mondavi pinot grigio ah. Delicious. we had salmon for dinner so thought some white wine would be appropriate that is classy. It's tasty. And I I told Duck earlier I had a mishap with bourbon this afternoon, so I
3: thought <laughs> I'd take it easy. to repeat that R- on really? the recording.
1: Was that yeah. pre-recording? I,
3: yeah, I think it was.
1: So I got off work at like 4.30, and Aaron took uh, the boy up to t-ball practice at 4.45. And it was going to be at least an hour 20. I was like, OK, I got some time alone. So I poured myself a big glass of bourbon, packed up the pipe, went in the backyard, and had a little smoke, little little bourbon. And then I realized at the game tonight. Um, I've been doing the we bought a Peloton, so I've been doing that uh, just about every oh, nice. every day. Um, but you know, I you got to kind of fit it in. And I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. I can I can ride, take a shower, and then cook dinner. It'll you know it'll time out perfectly. So I. Slam down the rest of the bourbon, tamp oh. out my my pipe, and I go change. Actually, I didn't even change my shirt. I was still wearing the same shirt. <laughs> changed, changed into shorts. And I got on the bike, and I'm hoofing it. And just like, you know, pipe tobacco, belly full of bourbon, and I'm just <laughs> hoofing it on this bike. And I got a little like woozy. And then the heartburn started to creep up about 15 minutes in. And I was like, oh, no. So I, I, thankfully made it through. I, you know, was kind of sipping on water during during this slow, slow periods. Went and hopped in the shower to try to cool down right after the ride. And I was like, okay, I think, I think I'm okay, and I got, I got changed, and then the heartburn crept back up, and then the saliva in the mouth. So I went oh. and stood over the toilet for about five minutes, just waiting, <laughs> just waiting to boot. I was like, and it, it was one of those like, I'll feel better if I do it, but I really don't want to. Because I had like wheat thins and bourbon in my belly, that's not a that's not a good, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good experience. Luckily, I didn't. But I'm going to take it easy tonight.
2: <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> good Lord, Sandy Duncan mm-hmm. and Buffalo Trace, not not what you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh Lord. <laughs> how does it workout though did did, you, did your instructor have cornrows that's i think that's what i want to know I, every time i think of uh, a hometown instructor somebody with he, cornrows he does not the the guy i did today he's he's an ex-military
1: or a former military guy though so he was he was like calling cadence and i i was mm-hmm. a little triggered <laughs> <laughs> i told Aaron, yeah i don't really like that guy
0: too soon too soon don't fucking yell at me yeah it's been
3: (laughs) i know but uh, it's 20 years but it's still too soon soon, yeah yeah just like pgmp always will be too soon
1: (laughs) no i wasn't disagreeing i'm just saying yeah it's 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 too soon and it's been 20
3: years you're repeating for emphasis i'm with you oh shit (sighs) yeah
2: that's that's a good reason to switch over to white wine that's that's for sure a good reason
1: i don't want to boot
2: no no you know, i think that's
1: one one um audio cr- line we have yet to cross
3: <laughs> the vomiting on on <laughs> my... not a lot of passing out but <laughs> yeah i don't know that we need that i think it's i think it's okay if we never cross yeah lines. i think so I think it's fine mm. <laughs> just, i mean even, even off mic i'm okay if i never vomit again <laughs> I'm sure it'll not happen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But. Yeah, that that feeling when uh, your salivary glands actually hurt just before mm-hmm. before yeah, the you just like, know what's how, does, how does how does how does your saliva gland? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: but that's that's what happens. You yeah. know, pincushion in your mouth and then boom. <laughs> yeah.
3: There and there are times like, you know, when you're like really sick like there are times like, yeah, no, it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And, or when you've drunk too much, I'm like, I know this is going to happen. So it's going to help. Like, so like I've taught my son this. I'm like, just stick your finger down your throat. Mm-hmm.
0: He's
3: like what? I'm like, just do it. And he's like, I'm like, no, don't. Use that knowledge for evil, my son. (laughs) (laughs) I did it because you know he was was feeling bad. He's like, "Oh, I just want to vomit." I'm like, "We'll do this." I'm like, "Yeah." Last
2: resort. Last resort.
3: Yep. Yeah. It's just it's a piece of knowledge that you have that you know should never be used for anything other than Mm -hmm. necessary stuff.
2: Yeah, when you're at DEFCON 4.9 and holding, that's that's when you go for it. Two minutes to midnight. <laughs> uh,
3: Ooh, that got, actually I've, bridges
4: I've, this back into the eighties. Yeah. That.
3: Well, I have my Asia album. I could start playing that. There's a there's a, 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 a like a Holocaust or you know apocalyptic song on there too, of course, because it was 1982.
2: Sure, oh, this, there has to be this
3: album. This album is pretty fucking deep. I mean, rel- you
2: know. Your prog rock band, man, in, in that time, yeah, you got to have something
3: about about nuclear oh, war, yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
2: pre wreck for sure. All right, shall we uh, shall we venture forth or back? As it were? Sure. We I think it. so. One thing I realized that we did not do because we're, we're always giddy is the end of session experience. So I propose that we do a mini recap within the framework of the end of session experience allocation. Um, It's the usual questions. Um, You know, we get one mark for one to two yeses, two marks for three to four yeses. And we can ask the first question and recap what the mystery is. But did we conclude the current mystery?
3: Uh-uh. We did not. We did not. I'm still mystified.
2: What uh, hazy memories do you guys have of the mystery? Um, I was drunker than I remembered. I yes. <laughs> to
1: it today. I was like, geez, I, don't, I couldn't talk.
3: We, uh, It was a bishop contact again, I think. Mm-hmm no 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 i mean uh juan juan was our, juan yeah. was the yeah uh we at the met at pork up store at the pork store uh with a he had you know reached out to the church i guess or something and so you know juan and i had been recommended um there's what was the name what's the name of the town again
0: i what have written here um,
2: smoke rise but that i don't know that that's
3: right, rise,
2: that right. smoke rise was the town where the uh the uh, butcher shop was okay, yeah, yeah, uh, it's uh, it was Harrison yeah, Mountain Lake,
3: Harrison Mountain Lake, right? So, uh, there were okay, so there was a big plant in town, uh, and then the plant went belly up, and then people started uh, disappearing, like, people left because the jobs all dried up, but then there were like there was weird other stuff going on, and I can't remember the detail. It's, my recap is going to be very sketchy. We drove up the road. Um, we ran into a, a, a roadblock. Uh, there were skittering noises off in the woods. Uh, they ran off and then into like some abandoned industrial complex. We backed up and almost hit a kid. Kid ran away. We went in, We went into the Harrison Mountain Lake Township although like the lights were on and like, and so we went into like a store, everything was like there. And, you know, like there was like a money jar on the counter, but nobody was there. Uh, then we um, came up to a house, saw a woman inside the house, went in, talked to her. She was taking care of her grandmother. I want to say, um, who uh, was very sick uh, and we were kind of giving it. she was not happy that we were there. We were asking her questions. She's like, you know, where were you? Blah, 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 all that kind of bullshit. Uh, but <laughs> and the grandmother uh, like had really bad cancer. Um, Broccoli-like yeah. growths. Broccoli-like growths. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's about all I remember.
1: So I think, yeah, I think from a plot perspective, that's pretty solid. Although we did go at the very end, we went to a church. Okay. Uh, I we, mean, it, felt, it, <laughs> we It was. Let me give you. We fell that. in an open. I, I just have a couple things that I wanted to highlight that I uh, on my re-listen that I wasn't tracking <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> um, so the contact, uh, Doctor Friedel, is that that was our contact, right?
2: Yeah. uh, Friedrich. Yep. Friedel. Friedrich. Friedel. Yeah. Yeah, Friedel's. uh, Um, (laughs) Yep.
3: Friedel Friedrich. (laughs) He
1: he mentioned um, a lot of stuff about graveyards and grave robbing. Um, He did recommend that we visit St. Joseph's uh, and see if they might have any records around still, even though it's kind of long, or I guess two or three years abandoned. Um, and then the paint came up a couple times they developed a a paint that was carcinogenic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in my vision, stealth paint, that's right. And they were dumping paint in the, in the Creek, which is gross. Mm -hmm. So carcinogenic stealth paint in the Creek.
4: Yeah, and my I mean, notes are
1: almost indecipherable.
2: You guys should see a little visual cue that may be prompt for your memory. Oh,
3: that's right. Yeah, the uh, the the little uh, we heard noises in the graveyard. Was it a church? Uh, yeah, it was a grave. We went to the graveyard. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, maybe it was the graveyard around the church. And then there was somebody digging in there, or we saw somebody.
0: We
1: saw an open grave that we just yeah. fell in. The casket had been dug into. There was no body inside. Then we heard the scream of who I, I'm assuming was the, the kid on the on the dirt bike.
3: Mm.
1: That's um, right. And, and then we saw... It sounded
3: like it was coming from the, the tower. And someone was dragging in him toward direction. the tower. Like a hooded figure or
2: okay. something like that. Yeah, a short hooded figure.
3: Oh yeah, I was thinking. Well, I was thinking, uh, was at some point for some. That's
1: right. That's right. That's what I wrote down. I, I was like, Java.
0: Uh, I, mean,
3: I might have been a little drunk too. It's <laughs> it
2: this is all good. Yes, yeah, this all this all checks out. Um, so we can then ask another question and say, Did you save someone from
4: certain death or worse? And I'll give you one bit of information that when you almost hit the kid, you guys all exploring and heard that skittering out in the woods. And the children, uh, you went out in the woods to investigate and there was some skin. You turned heel because you didn't like the way things were going. Um, I'm actually going to say that you just <laughs> running over the kid. You saved the child's life. So that's a, that's a one. Yes, yeah. Mark. Uh, I ask you, I think so.
3: I, I, would say I don't know so. that I could yeah.
4: put it into words but I feel like
3: well there's you know strange things afoot at the circle uh, mm-hmm, succinctly, mm-hmm. right we know that we have we have these clues like we have the stealth paint we have the broccoli growths we have uh, you know we have the the initial information about the grave robbing we just have you know we mm-hmm. have all the individual post-its on the board we just have to put, put the all string string up baby
2: yep you get a you get another one for that. That's two marks, two check marks. And did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters?
3: Hmm. That is a good question. Um, I don't
1: think so. I don't feel like we learned anything yeah. about one. Yeah,
3: I don't, I don't feel like there were any good character reveal, character moments. I mean, our normal character moments.
2: Yeah. Just not. nothing insightful into the character. hmm uh-huh. So a classic first session, uh, one mark of experience to each of you for okay. the two yeses to our questions. I'll oh, just All right? One mark.
1: Two yeses, one mark. Uh,
3: let's see. Oh wow! I already have three marks. Interesting. Okay, I'll put another one on there.
4: Ding 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 ding. all right so you recall
2: correctly that there was a kid on a dirt bike going through the graveyard off in the distance and kid wipes out on the bike seems to be knocked unconscious one of those compact dwarf like creatures appears and starts dragging the kid towards the tower and if i remember right i think uh It actually got inside the tower and shut the door.
4: And it is too that makes sense.
3: All right, what is a... Like, we drove over here and parked the car?
1: Yeah, we're parked kind of like by the yellow rod. We're just parked up on the grass, but I didn't want to drive into the the graveyard. I
3: I mean, like, if I'm... Bishop wants to gear up. If he's, I can't remember if he, he took it.
1: Or... Yeah, you took it.
3: Okay. All right. Oh I'll yeah. And yeah.
1: Okay. Which, we took the time.
3: All right. Uh, I'm, and you know, I mean, my mobility with the portable particle accelerator is not the best, but, um, I think we, uh, Bishop would be not opposed to a, uh, heavy duty shuffle over toward the, uh, the Mason, the Masonic tower. Sure. All right. So.
2: Okay. So you guys approach the tower is unlit aside from a handful of uh, floodlights that are pointing up at it that are not broken. Um, so it's just got these sort of weird weird shadows being thrown across its length. Um, You also see, as you approach up, just off to the side of it, let me
4: find my asset. Let's see here. There's also this. And show to player. Show to everyone. Creepy. It's off to the right, you said? Yeah, off to the right. Camera right.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, what appears to be a large uh, funeral home, actual formal okay. funeral home of uh, some stripe or other. Uh, three stories, construction, mm, late 19th century. Been here for a while. You see some of these big grand old homes from the late
4: 19th century up here in North Jersey. And it, too, is dark. I think we have to continue to the tower.
3: Yeah. Uh, to show this kid. Yeah, and I can't remember the Ruski um, with my, you know, it's got the alien style motion sensor on it. Right. Um, it's the it's I think it seemed like, you know, it's got that limited range, maybe 50, 100 feet. Can't remember what we said. Uh, but that seems about right. Uh, and and uh, that that that's switching on,
2: okay. How loud is that thing?
3: Uh, I we've
2: had oh. conversations, <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, actually let's just say, uh, after like last time when I'm like shit, that is loud, I have it. Uh, it's, it goes in <laughs> there. It's a there's a one in my left ear. I put a like a little it's well, actually, they don't have your they don't have your pods yet, but it's a it's a headset, and I've stripped the um foam off the right side and chopped it off it's like it's like a walkman headset and i cut cut it off so it's Mm -hmm. now it's like one of those half half headset things before they were invented but i just took one of the foam headsets from (laughs) walkman and chopped it off so on my left ear left ear i'm getting the stream from the ruski uh telling me about but it's it's just going in my ear so like if you're you know if you're five feet away from me you can't even hear but uh, I totally would. If okay. The GM cool. was to intrude at cool. some point. Like knock it. that mic act out. Yeah. Totally. So I wanted to go off on. Okay. We're off. good. We're good. So. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. So are you approaching the door? I'm scan. You going directly up the, or you? Uh, gonna the,
4: gonna... It's got a. Where did we see where the, uh, took the boy? It goes deeper go in, in. Yeah, he went in the door. The door is you're Some doors are right under is he breaking the you, Jason? uh are proper, but you can know that there's okay. sort of. A, <laughs> I'm still here. Check, check, check.
3: No, Jason. Jason's at a network. Check, check, check. Hello? Can you hear yeah? Can you hear me? I
2: can, I can hear, hear you. you I'm can you listening. hear me? i yeah, yeah, ch- some
3: stuff.
4: Yeah, I can hear you.
2: Okay, cool. I can
0: I can um hear yeah, everybody. so the, right, the entrance everybody.
2: is underneath uh below the, the Okay, good. Yeah, so the entrance is below uh the tower, but you can also see that there's a good two stories um at the foot of it as well that go back like a you know shoebox rectangular fashion and you are getting readings towards the back end of the building there away from the
3: tower so i would motion to juan like you know it, like point kind of toward the back and and then kind of like hustle and i, I would go in the doors probably without much stealth um, <laughs> and just kind of you know I'm assuming they're still open if they're not open we'll have to see but i'm going to go at them and uh try and i'm assuming they probably open out but i'll i'll, I'll kind of rip it open and and just, yeah you know I, I and i don't bishop's not ex-military or anything so he's probably not super aware but you know he he does keep the he does keep best kind of pointed in front of him uh but he's you know he's not like tactically opening the doors or anything he's just okay he's just keeping yeah. best forward
2: all right, and I didn't I wasn't clear. Did you guys split the party? Or are you together? No, we're together.
3: We're together. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. So you open the doors and you see a faint aura of white light fills this hallway which is lined with niche after, niche after niche after niche after niche after niche going back the full distance
3: Gosh. of the building. That is creepy. Bishop's going to get down on one knee and, uh, and rest best on his knee and, and, and you know the, the Ruski has a little mountain and he's going to flip over the he's going to turn off the motion he can't have them both on at the same time and he's going to turn on the emf detector
2: oh ah, okay
3: i think we've All talked right. about that before
2: yeah we have we have that was uh that was first first uh yeah. first campaign stuff
3: yeah. but yep. it, i mean it definitely it's you know it's limited in that i can't have both going at the same time You know, batteries only do so much in 1983.
2: Yeah, and you're getting a, a strange. It's not quite interference. It's more that you're getting background readings from everywhere
3: in here. Fuck. <sighs> fucking graveyards. Fucking sand, Fucking yeah. mausoleums. <laughs> <laughs> but Bishop makes a mental note to work on a like a you know a signal amplifier for the EMF detector uh, for for mausoleum use. And the switches squelch. Back.
2: Mausoleum yeah. squelch.
3: Exactly. <laughs> and then switches back to the motion detector. Just kind of and looks at Juan and just kind of shrugs.
2: Yeah, like we got to we got to find the kid. Yep. Yeah, so the reading that you initially had was towards the far end of this mausoleum hall. You do not have a reading right now. You're not picking up any any
3: motion. Yeah. The oh, last reading gonna... was towards the back. Yeah, I, I'm just going to keep going in the direction we got the last reading from. Okay. Favoring quickness over stealth, I would say. Yeah.
1: Okay. And Juan has the sword in the scabbard with the crossbow drawn. Nice.
2: Sweet. Sweet. Okay. So you start making your way back. Um, the, the lighting is is entirely off-putting it 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 doesn't seem to have a source uh it just seems luminescent from everywhere and it's it's almost a a, a kubrick-like lighting for the the end of 2001 in the bedroom yeah, yeah it it's
3: is nice. i'm getting that sense yeah for
2: sure yeah it definitely has that kind of sense of nowhere to it as well you know, you know, you're in a in a physical place, but it just seems detached. And as yeah. you're walking and checking your six, you look back, and you seem to be ten times farther away from the door than you thought you were.
3: Yeah, yeah, come. And uh, I don't. Juan might notice that Doctor Bishop is like he's he's kind of he's getting distracted by all this like. You know, he wants to know how the light's happening. You know, he's probably slowing down and
1: losing. I'll kind of put my hand on the small
3: of your back. Oh, we gotta gotta (laughs) keep going. He'll he'll like shake his head. He's like, and he kind of he kind of hangs his head a little bit and keeps moving. Focus.
2: Yeah, he's he's completely intrigued at how space seems to stretch within these confines. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you get a you get a strong ping, Doctor Bishop, uh, ahead and to the right at a at a junction in this hallway, and it is moving fast.
3: Which which way is it moving?
2: Uh, it is intersecting your uh, your path, so it's it's running um, perpendicular to you and ahead.
3: So, but it's coming like it's going to pop out from this cross thing into our hallway.
2: You don't know. In other words, you're if you can imagine that the hallway being a T somewhere off in, in ahead of you, it's going uh, right to left.
3: Okay. Okay. So, But I don't know that it's going to pop out in front of us, but um, how far are we from the T? Yeah, um, mean, as much as we can tell. I mean, physical space seems to be... 15?
2: 15, 15 feet?
3: Okay. I think Bishop <laughs> Bishop would like wave at Juan and kind of yeah. point 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 to the T and the, then down to the right. He's going to get down on one knee and kind of put Best down. Let uh, not down, but he's going to level it. You know, get in like a firing stance.
1: Oh, seeing okay. that Juan was going to rush forward, but seeing that I'll maybe kind of hug the side of the mausoleum.
3: If if and if he sees Juan kind of shrinking forward, he maybe he'll. Uh, you know, he'll he'll get up in a crouch and, but he's moving forward with you know, like looking down the barrel of best, like he's expecting something to pop out or something.
2: Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Just the don't, object don't jump in yeah. front
3: of you, Juan. No, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hug the you, wall. Yeah, you've seen that. Mm-hmm.
2: The object continues left, grabs another left, and is running parallel towards you, off to your left. Okay and is now taking another left <laughs> and is in effect uh, starting to uh, make a full on turn and come come at you from behind
3: interesting weird uh, I'm going to turn and look behind
2: you turn and look behind and see the hallway going off just as it does far far longer than you thought and there's an intersection up there that you are sure you did not pass you did on your
3: way coming that. up. Fucking oh, PA and your your, your oh, zork like oh. mazes. Damn it, every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we
2: need to continue straight. You hear a high pitched whine, and something rounds the corner from you, floating, coming at you for at a straight beeline. And this high pitched whine is coming at you and something silver is launching itself at you. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: paint. I hit the deck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and era. you guys you guys, um, how about this? I'm, I'm gonna call for a move there, actually. Yep. Let's let's roll some dice. Let's um do it. Shop. Yeah, Let's see here what move what move should we have you guys. It's going to be a basic um yep. Very basic
3: move. Getting my shit. Should,
2: yeah, me too. Act under pressure. Yeah, that checks.
3: Kick some ass.
2: I would say it's act under pressure first before kick some ass. You're definitely reacting.
3: All right. Um. Oh, a straight what ten too. Um. <clears throat> Here is where I might sammer it a little bit. Uh, my cool is <laughs> plus one. Um. It's actually, well, they're both the same, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Alright,
2: I'll, I'll Alright. Alright. Let's go with uh, let's go with with Dr. Bishop's 7 first. And then see how one is 10 and mm-hmm. tool what's the readout on a 7 again? uh what's the result on so
3: you do under pressure what you set out to do to not find the keeper i was just reading it yeah honest keeper is going to give you an outcome a hard choice or a price to pay okay
2: all... so yeah i I hear. So here's what happens is you realize, you realize that by being prone, you're in a better position. Whatever this thing is that's hurtling towards you seems to be having a difficult time deciding which one of you to home in on more. Mm-hmm. And as if it's you know got like a sort of sensor and it's not knowing what to lock on to. Uh, and you see that uh, it has decided to lock up onto Juan and you can potentially um like pull him down and get him low and prone and help avoid the the object from well doing whatever it is but it's certainly certainly coming at him like it wants to hit him
3: okay ah uh, yeah hmm
2: you may have to drop your. You may have to drop a piece of equipment to be able to do that, though. I that would say yeah,
3: that's your choice there. Yeah, no, that is. That is. I, I think, I would, okay. I, think, no, I, think I, I would. I think I would. I think I. mean, Bess is the thing I'm carrying, and that it's a beast. So, yeah, it, Bess is going to clatter to the ground, and I'm going to pull Wan down.
2: Yeah, and that thing just grazes you, Wan. Why don't you tell us about your ten, and let's add to what happens yeah i think it's just
1: in time um i'm hitting i'm hitting the deck but i think maybe what dr bishop does is he kind of changes the the angle of you know where i'm like i, I was kind of diving into the hallway um but he kind of pushes me in the in the way that i kind of go straight down um and it just kind of buzzes buzzes right by what do we feel? Is it? Does it feel like it's only this floating object? Like it? Are we talking
2: about like a ball bearing, like a basketball? It's a great question. It's uh, it's grapefruit sized, the best you can see. Okay. And as you're dropping so we don't feel
1: down, like a big hmm. presence. It's this flying object that that goes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Object. okay That just winds right by you, and it and it was trying to go for your head, and it misses, and clanks off of one of the uh, plates that are on one of the niches and sparks fly off and it goes off into the distance and takes a unnatural right hand turn to the right. I mean, like, and what, and no the, curve, no nothing. It's just... Is it like,
3: what is it? like? It's We saw a flash of silver. Did we get any better look at white... What kind of shape it is or sphere.
2: Silver sphere size of grapefruit.
3: Oh. Okay. I was gonna go I, I was hoping you were gonna go with a uh, what's the um, the culture culture novels, the little micro missiles. Uh, you know they have the thinking <laughs> missiles. Those are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But we'll go I the Star Trek in right. sphere well. is also good. I like Uh, are you getting?
2: Uh, are you still getting readings from your equipment? Are you still trying to get a bearing on it? Are you going to get up and move? What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, I think I'm, I would pick up. I, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to. Do uh, you think that's
1: what you were tracking? Look at
3: Juan and make sure he's okay. And then I'm going to go pick up. Uh, it seems that way. I'm going to make sure that best. We don't is care yeah the way that. it was moving. it
2: Doctor Bishop is getting pulled in so many different um, directions right now. Got to find the <laughs> kid. Inquest in and yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah. All
3: right. Well, like, yeah, we've got to find the kid. Let's let's keep going the way we were going. Uh, but I feel uh, you know, space and time are not really well defined at this location. I feel that like I want to, really cool. you know, I want to sit down and do some science. No time for science, Doctor. No, no, no. I have a move. I have a move. I want like I. The move is called science, and I can like I feel like I feel like what, uh, what, and 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 I'm totally okay with story-wise. Like I know Juan would probably not want to do this, but but Doctor Bishop's like I think I can like. I can disable the Ruski and, like, pull the parts out of it. And he's, he he pulls up, like, a um, uh, he's got, like, the, the kind of half-beaten-up Walkman in his back pocket. I think I could make a little sensor that kind of uh, will minimize this space-time distortion somewhat. But it's, it's going to take me, like, half an hour. But, yeah, I know we got to get the kid. Yeah. What do you want to do, Juan? Wants to pee. All
2: right. It's picking up he's like bounce. another reading on the beat. You're picking There's up a a another reading of this thing moving.
3: One to pee. Oh, I don't need to pee. Is I'm just like us anxious. Is
2: that attention? <laughs> I'm anxious too. I'm gonna grab him quick and I'll be right back. All right, you guys. You guys ponder. I'll be right back. All right.
3: Okay. okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually. I'm going to pee because Jason's saying that made me actually. (laughs)
0: All
2: right. Everybody had attention
3: pee. Yes, that's right. It was good. The tension and the pee.
4: (laughs) Tension makes the pee worth it. Hopefully my internet keeps up now. I shut some stuff down. Hopefully it's
3: Okay, good. You sound better. Yeah,
2: you There's sound a good.
3: little lag there. Yeah.
2: Alright, so you're getting a reading again. Another fast mover. It's ahead. It's to your right. It's going
3: Fuck, let's go. The bishop's gonna, you know, pick up this and then and just start kind of shuffling jogging down the hallway as soon as i see it um i mean we're just seeing a sense i just want to i want to take one of these fucking things out so i want to as soon as it you know it seems like it's going to come into our hallway I'm, i'm gonna like preemptively fire
2: okay what is uh what is what's the nature of the the fire from
3: that bad boy um i wrote this shit down um Three harm, close, messy area. Batteries.
2: <laughs> I remember the batteries for sure and messy.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. and close. So is it
2: an energy field?
3: Kind of it's, a shotgun yeah, it's blast like, of energy. It, it, it's a pgmp motherfucker. It's, it's, it shoots out a. It Never say out those like, words to me. Never say those <laughs> letters to me again. It's a, How it's dare ex, you? Expanding sphere of plasma. <laughs> Um, that you know, it goes maybe 15 yards or so uh, okay. before it before it kind of like implodes on itself. Uh, but you know, anything and it just it's kind of expanding. By the time it gets out that far, it's probably like five or six feet in diameter, and then it just and and you know anything anything within 10 feet of that little ball of uh, energy is fucked up. Hence okay. the three harm the three harm messy part.
2: <laughs> okay, and then uh, let's see. Okay,
3: and it and it takes a while to recharge. Okay. All right.
2: So it comes, makes another sharp right turn, right from that same location that it uh, ducked into before, and it is barreling straight at you this time it seems to have made up its mind and it is hell bent for one fifth and it is I, cruising I'm,
3: yeah but I'm ready for it like I you know I, I saw how fast it was moving last time I've, I've calibrated it against what's the on the motion tracker I know I know exactly I'm. I'm firing
2: okay so combat rolls it's been yeah. some time Hasn't it since we've done a
3: combat roll in this system?
2: I believe you throw.
3: It's kick some ass, I think. When you get into a fight and kick some ass, roll plus tough.
2: Yeah, let's do it. You're going to take right?
3: Yeah. Now, and then my special ability is um, two-fisted science, which I get to roll plus sharp instead of tough or uh, kick some ass.
2: Okay. Lay it on
3: us. There you go. Boom, motherfucker, 12. Wow. Uh, And then we could use the advanced rules on a 12+, instead pick an enhanced effect. Uh, Let's see. You completely hold the advantage. All hunters involved in the fight get plus one forward. You suffer no harm at all. Your attack inflicts double the normal harm. Your attack drives the enemy away in a rout.
2: Here's what happened. If you could imagine a Vita Blue fastball being brought to a dead halt six feet in front of you, that's what happens here. And the Silver Sphere ejects something, quivers, and seems to be fighting the energy field, and for a moment, you're almost wondering, is this thing going to break out of it? And then, in a way, it seems to shudder, perish, drop to the floor, and let me give you a look at it.
3: (laughs) Gnarly. It's even... It's even like reflecting the mausoleum walls. Yeah, freaking mm-hmm. nice, uh, mm-hmm. listeners. It's a, a reflective uh, sphere with two like uh, fucking uh, <laughs> pike heads sticking out. Pokey bits, yeah. Yeah, poke yeah. Bits. I've seen that somewhere.
1: <laughs> I can't
3: place it. They look like halberd halberd points, or the what's the what's the long axe, right? It's the see. Uh, glaive.
2: Yeah, it's like a, it, it was a. No, the glaive. Glaven. Um. <laughs> too boy. <too glaive. laughs> <Too glaive. laughs> <laughs> I think it's a halberd. I think that's halberd. Like, someone quick, get Ralph on the phone. <laughs>
3: yeah. Can I phone uh, a friend? We need, we need the point. No, it's not a glaive. Uh, yeah, that's not a glaive. Let me look at halberd.
2: Because uh, the, the glaive, I think, is kind of like a. It's a halberd. It's, halberd. it's a halberd.
3: Yeah. has, yeah. The, like, the. It looks like an axe on the end, yeah.
2: Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. with with a Mm -hmm.
3: with a spear point. Halberd, yes. The one d twelve of AD and D. Everybody has a halberd. (laughs) (laughs) Fort Square. All right. Uh,
2: It's it's spinning on the floor, trying to get back aloft, and it almost uh, seems to be chittering.
3: Um I feel like I want to um hit it again although Bess is Bess is still in cooldown. Um It's I'm like gonna, the old want,
2: flashes on the on the old flash cameras where
3: beep. Yeah. It takes I, a few
2: seconds for it to recharge. Yeah.
3: Be live gonna use, again. I I'm going to I want to try and see if and uh I want to do like a um investigate kind of thing and see if I can Mm -hmm. figure out I'm gonna do a a move and see if I can figure out a way to like I mean bishop is obviously completely enthralled with this thing and he wants it as a pet. Um (laughs) 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 so he wants to cap he wants to understand it. He wants to like you know may you know it might be nice to know how to neutralize it, but really he wants to like capture it. So like uh I don't know. There's investigate a mystery or um
1: I call dibs if it's a relic. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I could, um, you know because Monster of the Week is often like supernatural I could use the doors of perception uh, nice. which means like I can communicate with uh, spiritual entities to try and understand what's going on uh, communicate with someone or something that you cannot communicate with by normal means so maybe I'll try and communicate with it maybe, yeah maybe it uh, maybe I'll give. I'll. I'll do the. Uh, you know the old bod handshake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, and nice. I'll do it, and I'll do it with my. Like you know, uh, Bishop like can do it. Like he can impersonate the sounds with his mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I roll a plus sharp.
2: He's a real freak. <laughs>
0: All
2: right. Kind of midland. Give us the result uh,
3: so, on an 8. So uh, doesn't I think it's under the use magic. Um, cause, so I'm basically using magic, but science is magic. Uh, so on a 7 to 9, it works imperfectly. Choose your effect in the glitch, and there's a list of effects and glitches. Uh, the glitches are they're shorter. The effect is weakened. The effect is short duration. You take one harm, ignore armor. I kind of like that one. The magic draws immediate, unwelcome attention. It has a problematic side effect. That's also good. Uh, let's see the effects. Um, inflict harm, enchant a weapon, do one things beyond you. I mean, we kind of know what we want it to do. Ooh, trap a specific person, minion, or monster. That's one of the effects. So if, you, if, if I'm choosing, and I'm willing to take input on this, but I want to trap it, like, you know, maybe I'm able to trap it, but... Uh, I feel like uh, either a problematic side effect, like um, maybe I have temporary amnesia for the next fifteen minutes or something, um, or like I'm somehow like it like reaches out and zaps me and I'm and I take one harm.
2: All right, so you effectively capture this. You're not trying to commune with it or anything. You're just trying to to take control right. of it. Right. All right, it's it's rather simple. You you are able to you're you're able to neutralize it by simply whacking it on the floor. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you know, it's 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 kind of like you know it's, it's a Mexican jumping bean or something. You just go bam, you know, just kind of stun it. Right? you almost do it out of frustration out of, out of adrenaline and frustration and just sheer avarice because you want this thing as you do that though a third appendage pops out of the sphere it's a small surgical drill and it puts a deep deep gash into the palm of your right hand and then it goes silent Silent, and you're able to um, put it away somewhere. I'm sure you're going to tell me where you're going to put it, but you're going to be able to stash it somewhere. Meanwhile, your your hand is bleeding profusely.
3: You motherfucker!
2: You know that's going to take some stitches.
3: All right, I'll take some harm. Is it you want to? Is that are you saying that's going to be one harm? mm
2: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's your one harm.
3: Uh, I will. Uh... I'll just kind of look at one and look at my hand and like watch the blood dripping on the floor. But I'm in with my like and I'm kind of using my wrist and my other hand and I'm kind of I have uh, like a one of those uh, soft sided uh, foil uh, you know reflective foil line coolers uh, for it's my sample bag and I'm gonna and I'm gonna slide it in there because you know the foil will keep the EM radiation you know it's it's, maybe it's getting its signal from somewhere maybe that'll help
2: tinfoil hat sure
3: exactly i'm
1: okay. gonna take out take out my you know clean hanky from my breast pocket and
3: wrap it around and tie it yeah one uh, as Juan's doing that yeah hand. My, my hand my, bishop bishop looks at him and and smiles kind of like the little puppy dog smile but he's still he's also like kind of looking at this thing and you know like Juan has to like hold his hand and like stop moving He's, just, <laughs> he's fascinated and trying to figure out what this thing is.
1: Okay, we're not we're not here for toys. We need to find that kid.
3: But this could this could be a clue all right but yeah the kid okay the kid. <laughs> we can <laughs> yeah, you can analyze the clues it's not later tell you're, right, kid you're right you're right you're right there was a <laughs> second have... there there was a second there the where bishop and duck both wanted to play with a toy and
2: then,
3: uh... <laughs> you have the pattern
1: it was flying if there's a clue in that
0: but... <laughs> all right I'll, uh, i feel
2: I'll... like i feel like i've been sucker punching you a little bit though duck in in recent sessions because i put my into the uh into that control room with all the dials and screens and everything, and Barrier Peaks mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and now, <laughs> and now this—I'm completely yeah. baiting you. So, my I, apologies, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, no, I'm I, mean, not sorry. Well, I I'm mean, not fair. sorry at all.
3: Of course, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, my characters love it, but it's like you know, throwing a throwing a, a laser chocolate. at a cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I can't resist. All right, all right, the kid, the kid. We uh, let's move.
2: Okay, so you continue on down the hall in the direction that you remember uh, the kid should be in. Although with the fight and spinning around, you're pretty sure you're going in the
1: right direction.
2: Uh, You look over your shoulder and you see the doors farther back. You see what appears to be, or what you feel is the far end of the mausoleum hall here to be <clears throat> uh, getting closer. No pings, no nothing. Uh, what kind of gear do you guys have running right now? Are you just making your way in that general direction or are you running any uh, equipment?
3: I Well, I have a motion sensor back up and I would say Bess is recharged at this point, but I don't have anything else. And, you know, I've got the, the thing in my backpack now, but that's it.
2: Yeah. And, and I just have the just, crossbow out. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. You pick up a signal uh, towards the end of the hallway off to the left and you get to the end of the hallway after what seems like you've been walking minutes and minutes and minutes and there's the slight indication of of movement uh, just ahead of you behind a door that looks like this. (coughs) So it's a door inset into the marble mausoleum wall. And it's a black door. Atop it seems to be some sort of sculptures of seven different greco-roman gods of some sort you can assume
3: why is yeah yeah I mean the bishop dr Bishop is like why like why do we have there's like flying robot like things in a mausoleum mm-hmm. you know crawling with EMF from all the dead things in here this is weird weird crossovers and then, you know, we got these creepy... Yeah, creepy... Like, this is, like, temple shit. man.
1: I want to use... So I have, as part of my sect good traditions, ancient lore. Which I don't think is a roll. Um, do I... Do I remember anything about I mean there's some mythology but
2: might there be a specific meaning yeah one it's curious that you would see Greco-Roman figures in what appears to be a Judeo-Christian mausoleum for the most part right Mm -hmm. so that's a, a complete throw um yeah it's just it's just strange that you'd have these capricious figures of immense power uh here, completely incongruous to anything else in here and that's that's another thing you've noticed there's you didn't see any kind of chapel um you know the 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 niche markers did have a, a star of david or a cross what have you you know it's north jersey that's what you say um uh, but you know there were no there were no other trappings you know because usually there's a little chapel or or some place where you can do some quiet reflection there's none of that this is the first time aside from what's on the grave markers or the niche markers that you've seen anything of any kind of pantheon or, or outlook, world, world outlook or, or religiosity or, so, or anything
0: um uh...
1: I'm gonna try to open the door. And I'll 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 tell Dr. Bishop. I'm gonna open the door.
3: Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover.
1: Okay. I'll I'll do like the home alone tap the tap the doorknob, make sure it's not hot.
3: (laughs) Am I getting any movement readings on the other side of the door?
2: Um You've just noticed uh a whole bunch of movement readings and you hear clattering from behind the door as one-fifth starts to open it.
3: Okay. Well, let's not stop.
2: Yep. Gotta keep going. You open the door into a space that is almost pure white and luminescent. You can tell there's a room and that there are physical boundaries to it, simply because there are a number of plastic barrels stacked up in the room along the wall. Just as you walk in and are looking straight ahead, these barrels, plastic barrels, are almost like uh, I don't know, being groovy Seattle like a rain catch barrel. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody around here's got one of those, right? Um. And they have these little windows cut into them. uh, Little rectangular windows cut into them uh, just, just below the lip. And what's happening is that these 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 barrels are being whisked away like almost pulled towards the other end of this room where you see two chrome stanchions or cylinders that are just a little bit higher than uh, these these barrels. It's almost as if you know these barrels are, you know, those those pylons were made to um, to accommodate the height of the barrels. And as the barrels go in between these two pylons, they disappear.
3: Do And you said there were little windows inside the barrels.
2: Yep. Can we window.
3: see? Can we see inside?
2: You can because you guys are getting, uh, uh, you guys are getting drawn into the room. <laughs> Whatever's drawing those things towards the pylons or those stanchions is now drawing you as well. And as you do, you, uh, you bear hug one of the the barrels. Each of you, just to try and anchor yourself down. And you look through the window, and you see cadaverous eyes staring back at
3: you. Does it look like a kid or an older person, or we can't tell?
2: You can't really tell.
3: Um, can we try? Can like can I try and knock the barrel off its path so it wouldn't get sucked in?
2: Yes, you can try that. Uh, you're going to have to give me a move for that,
3: though. Right. Um... I feel like that may be an act under pressure move.
2: Yes. That sounds good.
3: Alright, let's do it.
2: Let's see how your dice are holding up, Doug. You've been hot.
3: (laughs) Uh, They have been pretty hot. Uh...
1: I'm going to try to tip mine over. I'm
3: oh, going. there we go.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's failure. a five. Won't you give the readers at home a a read on the five? What's the five give us?
3: It actually, so I don't know. Like the sheet I have, uh, it has uh, 10 plus, you do what you set out to do, and a seven to nine the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, harder choice, or price to pay. Uh, there is nothing on a failure, because I think it goes totally to
1: the DM. Hard move time.
3: That's hard hard move move time.
2: First of all, as a consolation prize, take an experience point. Oh,
3: that's right, that's right.
2: Well, let's say that you're highly successful in knocking that barrel away, which you knock away almost uh, in disgust as you make eye contact, whatever that cadaverous thing is in there only to have another barrel catch you square in the small of the back and push you through the pylons. Mm.
3: Motherfucker. Here we go
1: again. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just stay on this plane of existence for a little while?
2: (laughs) Dr. Bishop, you begin to fall. You are in a free fall, and you look down and see this.
3: Oh, the Jawas, in a long line on a red, red sky world, red barren, weird. And,
2: and they have the
3: barrels. And they—they're like, it looks like they're moving the barrels off into the onto the horizon. Do and I'm falling. Am I like falling down on top of this, or
2: you are you are free falling straight down towards this?
3: Okay.
2: On fifth, uh, you see you see Doctor Bishop's ankles mm-hmm. go through, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to react here.
1: Yeah, I was initially gonna try to, like, tip the barrel over um, to stay here, but I think if he goes, I'm going. Um, And I'm hoping to do it gracefully, so I'm actually gonna kind of (laughs)
0: let
1: go of the barrel, and, you know, maybe run into the, the portal or whatever
2: seeing him disappear. Hmm. Well, the thing is, he hasn't quite disappeared just yet. Oh.
1: Oh, then I'm definitely gonna try to snag his ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to grab him. So, yeah, that's... Then I'll... What What I'm gonna try to do is, like, um, rodeo barrel this... this this barrel <laughs> sideways,
0: um,
1: and try to like wedge it between the 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 pylons. Um, yes, and, and grab mm-hmm. a hold. So like my, I'm gonna try to wedge it in there and grab him, and then kind of use that to to keep me from going in.
3: I
2: like it.
1: Um, we think that's act under pressure. Yeah, yeah. I was going to su-
2: suggest there's a lot of that tonight.
1: Yeah, we're in a bad situation. A lot of pressure.
2: Ding 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 ding. Very good, very good.
1: Ten, baby. Oh, wow! Who's from a ten plus? You do better. what you set out to do.
2: You do exactly. So
1: I, I tip it. Um, and i'm able to kind of you know i get the barrel just on its edge uh kind of guide it in and then slam it to the ground um put my torso i'm kind of on my knees i put my torso behind the barrel and i and i grab dr bishop's ankle i hold on to him and pull him out
2: stay with me <laughs> you don't remember Dr. Bishop feeling this heavy there you go. Mm-hmm. and there's a it's almost like you opened an oven and you got a little I'm too wrong. close because you're excited to get to your uh, sheet pan salmon and broccolini, <laughs> <laughs> right and you go oh man wow okay whoa whoa uh, but you do pull him up Dr. Bishop um, you feel like you've been free falling for many many seconds and then suddenly are just yanked out and you both fall back and Thanks, over the no. course of this yeah, over the course of this um, Dr. Bishop knocks one of the pylons slightly out of alignment and the draw ends and the barrels that were in the room that were being drawn towards it just fall and spin in place
3: and Doctor Bishop, like with the free fall, and then the kind of spinning back and kind of turn to the turn to the side, and kind of like uh, you know, what did we did we did he have something to eat at the uh, convenience store? Can't remember. I
1: think you. I think you ate a whole tube of uncooked Taylor ham.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. On the way up. That's that's coming back. <laughs> mm Hmm. And, and yeah, that kind of checked out. He wipes the back of his mouth. Is like, oh, thanks, thanks, buddy.
1: Did you see the kid in there?
3: No, but Jesus, there were like all the little guys in robes, and uh, the barrels were down there, and they were all—it like, was freak, freaky as shit, man. Like it was, like it was a hell, planet. Man. I said, yeah. If the the sky was red. Juan crosses himself. Hmm. Well, I don't mean it. it just could have been some gas giant or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean it. Uh, <laughs> well, you
1: tell yourself just, whatever you need just to. Just a I'm different, gonna, I'm diff,
3: gonna... different atmosphere. Well, are there? There. I want to. Uh, you know, as soon as he kind of, he's gonna kind of take. Uh, you know, maybe a towel out of his backpack and kind of wipe his mouth, and then he's gonna look at the barrels. And like, can we? Are there any barrels still left?
2: There sure are. One One other thing, too, is maybe not you so much, Dr. Bishop, because uh, the taste in your mouth is uh, four-hour-old Taylor Ham. Um, <laughs> but both of you do notice that there was a sort of humming in the room when you came in, and that humming has ceased, and that the taste of chewed aluminum foil in your mouth has, has, has left you. Uh, mm. you, you there, there's an aftertaste, and there's something in the atmosphere and in the sound that's no longer there since you knocked that, that pylon out of alignment.
1: Weird. Yeah. Teeth hurt. Yeah,
2: yeah so there are three barrels
3: left. Yeah, I'm gonna go over and look in the window of the one closest to me. And I'll yeah, I'll look into another one.
2: Okay. Doctor Bishop, roomy necrotic blue eyes stare back <laughs> at you. Mm. One fifth, the eyes are closed, and not just closed; they're sewn shut.
3: Can uh, do? The, do we think? Does Doctor Bishop think he can get one of these barrels open?
2: Yeah, there, there doesn't seem to be anything that remarkable about the about the barrels in terms of their construction, aside from the fact that they hold
3: are they wood the contents
2: that they do? <laughs> they're
3: plastic. Right, plastic. Okay, but they have no, like a plastic. clear plastic panel. Them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they like fifty-five gallon drum size? Like you know, like a little smaller. A
2: they're 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 stouter. They're they're
3: stouter. Okay, uh, I'm going to look on the. You said there were three barrels. I'm just going to look in the last one and see what I see, and then I'm going to try and open one of them.
2: Yeah, it's another another pair of uh, brown eyes uh, okay. or a p- pair of brown eyes looking back at you.
3: The sewn shut eyes are interesting to me. I'm going to try and open that barrel. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna stuff. Ju- yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe we need to do a move like uh, investigate a mystery or something. That's yeah.
2: Yeah, of... I was about to say it's definitely investigate a mystery.
3: Okay. Yeah, Doctor Bishop's all over this shit. Um, do you mind if I level up right now? Or you want to wait till the because I know exactly. Do it
2: you know. now. Put it to work. Put it to work. I'm gonna, Put I'm it gonna to change
3: work. my sharp to plus three. Jeez. Tenure, what? here you come. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> or, or you know, bitter resentment that I'm smarter than all of them. Um, no, you, know, you, <laughs> you understand Academia so well. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! I change. I have a plus three, and I oh, roll gosh. a seven for investigative mystery, which means. Uh, on a seven to nine i get to hold one one hold can be spent the keeper one of the following questions what happened here what sort of creature is it what can it do what can hurt it where did it go what was it going to do what is being concealed here um no, the classic yeah i feel like give that one but i feel like you even need more basically like, what is, what's what's going what happened here
2: What happened here with regards to the body that is interred within this barrel, you see a body that is stricken with those self-same broccoli-like growths.
3: Oh, fuck. Oh, man.
2: It looks like a rather recent passage. It looks like the body was undertook, shall we say? Um as in the verb form of undertaker. <laughs> gotcha. Like embalmed. Okay. Um, you mean embalmed? Yeah. Um
3: prepared prepared for prepared.
2: A prepared. Yeah, prepared professionally.
3: Oh the funeral home motherfucker. Okay.
2: And it's as if the the, the mass were compacted down. So if you took a 250 pound man who had worked in the factory all of his life only to end up with cancer on the project that he worked for, the failed project that he worked for for years um, were shrunk down and compacted to somebody who's about three and a half feet tall. Mm. So you have 250 pounds of person Compacted down to three and a half foot tall somehow, and maybe that explains your seven because the science of that you just it it, mm. it, it gobsmacks you how the mass could be compacted in that way you'd still retain a humanoid shape.
3: Interesting. Gross. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna say one like, uh, well, you know, I make a couple of possible uh, i have a few hypotheses one uh, it's interesting that you know we have these short robed figures and then they're com- they're making these you know they look like people but then they're shrunk them down so i don't know like if there's some relationship there also we should go check out the funeral because
1: i think you- we should find the kit
3: Right, 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 right. Yeah, but where, how are we gonna? <laughs> like, I we've lost all trace of the kid. He's not in any of these barrels. Um, yeah, well, let's 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 scour the grounds of this thing as much as we can for the kid. But uh, if we can't find him, the the best clue, the best thing I think we've got to figure out what's going on here and eventually find the kid is. Okay, okay,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love your working relationship.
3: <laughs> I mean, I want to find the kid. We I gotta find the that way. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's. So, uh... Is it,
2: and, and
1: correct me if I'm wrong, we're not... So this is just a mausoleum. We don't feel like we're in a church, right?
2: Correct. There's yeah. nothing holy feeling about this place whatsoever. So to build on uh, what you asked earlier before you went into the room, it feels antiseptic. Mm. Not so much evil, but just the you know, stripped clean of anything holy or or reverent. A negative space. A negative space, if you will.
3: All right. All right. Uh, Well, in bowing to Wands, you know, he can tell Wands upset. Uh, Dr. Bishop's going to turn the motion detector back on and just try and see if he can see any movement. And is there any way, like, can we tell, like, how much of this building... Because there was a whole tower, right? Have we figured out how to get in the tower? Like, if we want to look for this kid, I don't know where the... Like, I would have thought, you know, maybe... Or, you know, maybe he's over in the funeral home if they're prepping these people to be put in the barrels.
1: And I think if... I mean, fire up the the motion detector and see if we we see anything, and if if not...
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the range is, but... It's, like, 100 feet. It's not super... Maybe we... Okay.
1: Maybe we just do a
2: quick sweep.
3: Yeah. No, I'm with you let's, let's I, I trust sure your intuition. I just forgot to find this kid.
2: yeah, you do a quick sweep and as as you do, you go back out into the hallway and realize that well, that was at intersection there and you went left to enter this door. you look ahead and you see a doorway that is slightly ajar to the outside
3: hmm. No readings. Yeah. And do I get a sense that uh like it's very I am getting I'm guessing we have no idea how much of this building we've actually been through. It probably feels like we've marked more than the size of this building in in length, right?
2: Absolutely. And knowing that there's ostensibly a floor above you of the, the sort of rectangular structure and then a tower that's probably twelve stories high or so. Um you can only imagine how much time it might take to, to cover all that ground. Yeah,
3: I'm getting. Yeah, I, I think Doctor Bishop's gonna it's like. I, there's, I, we've got to follow the clues, man. That's that's the way we'll find the boy. Juan takes
1: a quick knee, says a says a short prayer.
3: You could maybe you could do your spiritual thing if you wanted to, like you know, ask for advice.
1: Yeah, I don't like to use magic. It's it's dangerous.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha.
1: you. That's that's okay. more than just praying. I'll I'll pray,
3: but yeah,
1: doing okay. magic is,
3: is much bigger. All right, okay. all right. So I think we're headed out that door. Wait, and where do we come out?
2: Okay, we'll go back to uh, the tower illustration. By the way, I was I was happy to see the gifts work in, uh, roll twenty. Oh, the okay. little. Oh, oh, I didn't I read world not. thing. Yeah, did you see that on the on the red vista, oh, yeah, yeah, red vista yeah. card? There, yeah, yeah, it was kind of fun. I was like, "Yay!"
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I didn't the even notice it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that foundry. <laughs> we have gifts. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I
2: wouldn't <laughs> rule foundry. <laughs> <I'd> gifts, <give, laughs> <laughs> gifts, oh, I'm sure yeah. they might integrate within the map. Let's yeah. just let's just be prepared for that. Um, yeah. So if you go back to the uh, to the tower. Uh, card. Do you guys still have that up?
3: Uh, I do not. I can yep.
2: Okay, yeah, pop that up. So you're at the back right of that building there mm-hmm. uh, by that little tiny copse of trees. Got and it. if you remember, if you continue off to your right, that gets you towards what you believe is that
3: okay. funeral home. So if we came out a different door than we went in. Doctor Bishop's Mm -hmm. happy about that. That at
2: least
3: (laughs) he makes a note in his journal, and then he yeah yeah. you go ahead
2: yeah you're you're slightly settled by the fact that at least you traveled in that direction, made the ordinal turns left and right that you did, and ended up where logically you think you should. Albeit it took a lot longer,
3: right? Uh, And then he'll. He'll head off at his quickest, uh, carrying best uh, shuffle, walk, jog, <laughs> jog, toward the toward the um, funeral home.
2: All right. So the funeral home is largely attacked, although when you come up to the side of it you can't help but tell that part of the wall on the left hand side as you approach it has been knocked away and I'm trying to find the image that I want to show you here we
4: go yeah
2: So, you're able to peer in from where you are without actually walking up close to it. But it's effectively the showroom floor of Nasty. the funeral home with the caskets. The wall has been knocked down.
3: Caskets are torn open. That's a real picture open. somewhere. Somewhere I never.
2: Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
3: That's bad shit.
2: Let me tell you. The prep for this was just pure joy. <laughs> I went down so many rabbit holes on these email searches and reading more yeah. about places yeah. in Ohio and Pennsylvania, and like, "Oh my god, this is all gold!" Um, yeah, uh, if you guys want to add any add, add any other you know, color to the uh, to the picture there, feel free.
3: It's a yeah. I mean, it looks like an old. Uh, it's mostly bad. Uh, abandoned funeral home, like the casket. <laughs> huh? a casket. Picture
1: a used car lot of caskets.
3: <laughs> of caskets, the caskets have weird stains on the inside. There's like one, uh, like you know, the tops looking. are. Some of them are open mm-hmm. with the weird stains on the inside. Oldy looking, and there's a weird blue uh, remnant of cloth, maybe like a ripped out, but I, like I first saw it. Uh, oh, it, like it does scenes, look like that. Like, oh, gross. Uh, like on the, on the ground, and like, uh, it's just, and there's like, Plants growing up in the foreground, like right as the picture comes, like you know, like this is totally overgrown. It looks like there's dirt, like it looks like the earth is kind of coming up from the ground around the caskets. It's crazy. Yeah, that like, blue stuff that is actually a nice picture,
2: akin to the liner within the barrel.
3: I figured yeah. it was the liner, but like yeah. I first thought, like oh uh, yeah, somebody's fucking. Maybe the teenager said that's what was in the, and, the barrel. Uh, is that what you said? Goofy sex.
2: Yeah, the liner, the liner within the barrel. Hmm. Same material.
3: All right. Well, we're you know uh, I think Doctor Bishop is in full investigation. But, um. Um, can we like? Uh, well, first let's let's you know for uh, and you know maybe Juan gives him a dirty look and he gets the motion sensor out. Uh, yeah, he starts writing in his journal, <laughs> and then he shakes his head. He gets his motion Stay sensor, and scans around.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> do, we, do we pick up any readings?
2: No, but you hear the screaming of a teenage boy, young teenage boy. You hear, Mike, Jody! Mike, Jody, Help!
3: Help! We're going to head in that direction. Yeah,
2: it comes from that set of open doors
3: there. Okay. I'll okay, take the front. front. Yep. Yeah, Crossbow one, out. Yeah, if one's in the front, I'll have I'll have uh, Bess at a ready position, not pointed at him. Okay. Okay.
2: As you go through the doors, uh, immediately, almost to your right... You can't help but look in because you're in high alert mode, and your sweeping gaze catches a glimpse of this in the room. Description, please. Your words.
1: Uh, I'm guessing this is like an autopsy room. There's or a
3: prep. Yeah, like a yeah. I guess embalming room. Embalming. Yeah.
1: There's like jugs of chemicals. Um, it's long.
3: In the middle of the room is a, a ceramic uh, pedestal table, uh, but uh, shaped like a you know body shaped like a um, gurney shape. But it's a single pedestal, like it, but it can pivot. That's what the two bottles are on. A very 50s, 60s aesthetic, but yeah, <laughs> moldy. Uh, there's another uh, like gurney behind that or ta- you know, table shaped like a gurney like in you know your backup corpse location there's a <laughs> shelf. there's like it's cinder, cinder block cinder block <laughs> walls with mold there's shit on the floor uh, you know it just looks like it's in bad shape although interestingly that wire rack shelf in the back looks like the recent shelves from Costco so um, you know maybe <laughs> they never
1: they never got a style I guess
3: they,
2: yeah. <laughs> That's a clask shelf from Ikea. K-L-A-A-S-K. The SQ number is 957305. Um, The other thing that you guys noticed, there's that yellow jug and the body that was in the barrel was slick with that same colored liquid in places.
3: All right Hmm. Don't like it. Can I? I feel like. Well, okay. We let's go to the sound. I, I want to make. Jesus, it's horrible. I want to take samples.
1: <laughs> not no. <laughs> no, we can come back for that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Souls. Got it. Come on. So one. much All temptation.
2: Right, so much temptation. Yeah. I'm... <laughs>
3: Uh, and I'll and I will be like I'm, you know, Juan's kind of in the lead, and I'm I'm gonna occasionally be like walking backwards, checking behind us. This place has definitely got you 100%. know, I'm I'm fascinated and like I want to know what's going on here, but uh, there's an element of creepiness uh, that's probably creeping in.
2: So we'll continue after the sound. Yeah, you continue down the hall and. At another turn, Juan, you are relieved and horrified at the sight of a chapel. Oh, no. Oh, no.
3: no. Oh, fuck me. Oh, no. <laughs> fuck me. I we wish have, we had uh, video. Well. Yeah. Blisters. So, yeah.
1: It's it's a chapel. There's pews, and these pews are inhabited by
3: shrouded. Uh,
1: shrouded, yeah. It's not closed.
3: I'm guessing probably. They're like white,
1: white linen. Yeah. Shrouds, kind of draped over them, very like the worst.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and there, and there are like. St- three or four figures around the back standing.
1: Yeah, there's some standing, there's some sitting. Are these moving?
2: Not whatsoever. The other thing that's present... that's worse. Yeah, the other thing that's present in in this picture that you don't see are more of those standby corpse gurneys. As Mm -hmm. Dr. Bishop described earlier. (laughs) What does it smell like in here? question two words (laughs) fresh death Mm. man
1: but we know there aren't that many people to be dying right now where are all these bodies coming from
3: well maybe they're anyway where's the sound coming from
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, Juan crosses himself. Now it's Juan's turn. Like, I want to, you know, we got to do last rites or second. Well, yeah, last I mean,
3: don't, don't start because then I'll be, like, figuring out, like, if we get involved, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, kind of, what are they using for the embalming? Is it something special? Why is the lining blue?
2: Yeah, both of you have so much work here to do.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> probably one of the messiest jobs that you've ever, ever, ever had in your We're
3: going to have to call the wolf all right. <laughs> That's
1: all you had to say
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright um, Yeah, we're, let's, we're still heading toward the sound This time this okay. time, Dr. Bishop will nudge Yeah. Juan
2: Now Juan's trying the to
3: linger boy. Juan the boy Okay
2: You know what? I think we need a quick break.
3: Okay. Sounds good to me.
0: Okay. First thing. You two.
1: Take the body, stick it in the trunk. Now, Jimmy, this looks to be a pretty domesticated house. That would lead me to believe that in the garage, you're under the sink, you got a bunch of cleaners and cleansers and shit like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, Mr. Wolf, under the sink. Good. Okay.
4: Okay. So you
2: barrel uh, down the hall and strangely you find yourself in the mausoleum again it's the same long line of niche after niche after niche and marble and luminescence everywhere and you hear the screams though uh, even though the Landscape has landscape has transmogrified around you. Uh, you definitely get a sense you're getting closer because those screams are still uh, they're they're getting louder. And
3: as you, Doctor Bishop is going to stop, take out his notebook, and and write a note to himself like, "Make planar universal locator." And then three <laughs> exclamation points. <laughs> and then he's going to close the notebook real hard, stick it in his pocket, and 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 kind of, like, adjust best, and then keep going.
1: You okay there, Doctor?
3: Yep. Just again, I want to make sure I didn't forget to do something. Fuck this shit. Okay.
2: Okay. So you're running towards, and you're getting closer to another T-intersection, and clear as day, you hear the screaming of this young teenager uh, up and off to the right and out steps from the right from where that screaming originates is this seven-foot-tall man. Uh, I didn't want to say anything, but I, I placed the orb from <laughs> earlier. <laughs> It's okay. I've been wondering like when our listener is gonna like piece it together. <laughs> and he says, I've been waiting for you for a long time. Your type always comes. And he holds up Okay. Uh as you as you shoot, he holds up his hand, a sphere appears in it and comes rocketing. Towards you. Quick draw, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give us a roll, fella.
0: Yeah. Where did my.
1: There we go, kick some ass. Tough gonna kick some ass. I'm actually pretty pretty good at tough. Let's see how this goes.
2: Solid nine. Alright. Alright, tell us your decision. Um, let's see.
1: So, my crossbow does two harm. Hmm? Um and
3: and then it gets to harm me. <laughs> the, the sphere, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I open myself up in order to take the shot.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. What was your target? You're you're shooting at at him. Right? I'm shooting at him. Yep. Okay. Center of mass. Right. Okay. You catch him square in the breastbone and you see a sort of yellow ichor begin to pool on his highly starched shirt underneath his undertaker's jacket. Okay. Yeah, Let's I'm. am open to the. You the are orb. open. You are open yeah. to the orb.
3: That's what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the orb plants itself into your bicep. One fifth, and begins to vibrate. Take one harm. Yeah. Dr. Bishop.
3: Uh, I think uh, this is, uh, you know, Bess is... I, I'm not as fast as Juan is, but Bess is swinging around. And uh, I am gonna fucking fire this shithead. With suitable uh, like... Nerdy science uh, screams of rage. Okay. Take this, you overgrown nincompoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And when I, I kick some ass, I roll with sharp. Because two fisted science, wow. No. Boy, just got an eight. No, you're,
2: trending, you're trending back up with an eight. What's your call with the eight?
3: Uh let's see, kick some ass. Uh so we're both uh, you know, he's gonna take three harm. Uh well, I don't know what what other harm can he inflict on me. I need to take some harm though. Cause, you know, All or, right. or he Yeah, tell you tell me I'll definitely take some harm. Um But that's really on kick some ass, it's you know, uh, it's we we both you know, on a seven to nine. It's we both take damage.
2: Okay. All right. So he takes some damage.
3: Quite a bit. <laughs> but you know, maybe he has some resistance too. But
2: Yeah, the 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 gout of energy rips the buttons off his double-breasted Undertaker's coat and billows it out, blows his hair back and he's taken damage but he continues to walk actually lopes towards you Mm -hmm. and locks gaze with you even after he's taken this damage and he says When you die, you think you go to heaven, but instead, you come to us. And he waves his hand, and you are lifted off your feet and slammed against the marble, knock your head, start bleeding, take to harm. And okay. he continues continues forward a pace.
4: Okay,
3: I may have to.
1: Uh, maybe we don't need the kid
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll pray for his soul
3: uh, I feel like uh, Dr. Bishop now wants to read a bad situation
2: <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> that is a good idea it's a very good idea get a very, feel
3: for the room good idea. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what, what we can learn there we go there we go 14 bitches uh, on a 12 plus you may ask the keeper any question about the situation not just the lasted ones uh, on a 10 plus hold 3 um, wow and if, nice. if you, I mean I think the questions are going to be fine if you act on the answers you get plus 1 ongoing while the information is relevant uh, and the questions I can choose from are what's my best way in what's my best way out are there any dangers we haven't noticed that one's not bad What's the biggest threat? I kind of know that answer already. <laughs> what's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Um, and since I did get the 12+, plus, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to add, the first question I'm going to ask is, what's our Juan and I's best way out?
4: Okay.
2: aside by way of barrel, you mean, right?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Although that wouldn't be fast. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that wouldn't be fast now, would it? Best best for our (laughs) continuing existence.
2: Okay. Um, Can you ask your second question? I I, I have something in mind. I I think I'd like to know Uh, both questions and put them together. Well, I get
3: three just FYI. Oh, three. Uh,
2: Lay, Lay them on me.
3: I want to know what's most vulnerable to me. That will be my second one. Um, And I'm guessing, are there any dangers we haven't noticed is probably a good term.
2: Okay. What's most vulnerable to you? Uh, What's your best way out? And what have you not noticed that is of danger to you? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. In terms of what you, uh, what's also of danger to you, you hear, you hear that same chittering chatter of the little creatures coming from whatever room is behind him, and you hear the the kids screaming. So you definitely have the sense that there's more, um, more minions at at play.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The other thing is that has a man of science uh, and a man of uh, inquisitive nature you carry quite a bit of ephemera
4: on you Um, Uh and I
2: I say this because you've rolled a 14 Right. and when (laughs) when you're slammed against the wall a tuning fork that you had carried on your person drops to the floor and s- starts spinning in the air and it makes this tall man freeze and
3: wince in pain Ooh, interesting. is it you, when you say the tuning fork did it like start did it hit the ground and make the tuning fork sound And that's correct
2: okay. correct yeah so it hit the ground spun up was flipping around doing its thing tall man was in pain the tuning fork falls to the ground of course stops resonating in the way that it was and he shakes it off and continues
3: forward Okay, nice alright and then I guess that would give me a best way out maybe
2: I think that answers that question or it's the beginning
3: of an answer at least sure I like it so I'm gonna uh, you know
1: Juan, by the way, is picking up none of this. Yeah. He's, he's loading another bolt
3: in the in the crossbow. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to grab that tuning fork and, and hit it on the ground again. That's definitely my next move.
2: Yeah, he freezes in place and he actually goes down to a knee.
3: And huh. I'm, I'm going to look at Juan like, shoot him now.
2: I'm going to take my shot. The man says, you can only strike that fork so
3: long. Try <laughs> me.
2: Yeah. Juan, take your shot. Yep.
3: Dr. Dr. Bishop is uh, already thinking up uh, a continuous tuning fork. Uh, I mean, it's going to take some time, of course. <laughs> he's, he's got plans forming in his head.
2: <laughs> Portable Moog synthesizer.
3: That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell
2: us what happens with a nine, Ron Fifth.
1: I shoot him in the same spot. Sweet. Center mass. Okay. Trying to lay it in. And if it does, if I don't see any obvious harm, I'm gonna drop the crossbow. Okay.
2: Yeah, you definitely land another square shot right there. Yet another pool of Ecker. Issues forth from him. <laughs> Doctor Bishop is ferv- <laughs> fervently striking <laughs> the <laughs> tuning fork, and as the resonance you know dims, and as he has to re-strike it to, to c- have it come up again, uh, the tall man is getting up and coming forward, and he shall do his version of kick some ass on. One fifth. I hate to say it, but that's what's going to happen. Two d six. Seven. Right. He is actually able to get up to you, and he tries to go for you. Yeah, because he, he's able to make slow, iterative progress in between sure. the, the dimming of the din and the restriking of the tuning fork. And uh, he tries to get at your throat, um, but he is not the tall man he usually is when Tone is going. And he's only able to get your ankle, but he squeezes hard. And you can feel the circulation cutting off, and he starts to twist not quite yet breaking bone but take one harm and the sound of a buzzing tool or other echoes from behind him and you hear the screams of the boy strike a pitch of three octaves higher than before Dr. Bishop
3: uh, I have an idea so Dr. Bishop like you know the tuning fork is doing something um, he feels like you know it's this it's this range of sounds um, He's going to sacrifice the, the Ruski, the you know his all-in-one uh, sensor pad He's gonna rip the um, the headset out of it and he's gonna jam Ooh. the power feed from Bess into there. And his theory is that this will generate a, an enormous feedback loop, you know, like the you know, the feedback sound when you've got the mic backwards. That, you know, mm. such a blast of sound that, you know, it will contain every frequency possible that was in this tuning fork. And it will be immensely loud and it will be continuous. It won't, won't be pleasant for anyone, but he's thinking this guy, hopefully it will fuck this guy up. So um, I want to use a science... Uh, my science move to do that and it's not actually a role um but you get to pick uh if you like there's a list of options you can pick um Like, I create gadgets or weapons that help you in your investigations. Tell the Keeper what you want the device to be capable of. The Keeper will pick some of these options. It needs rare or weird components. It won't be very reliable. It will take a long time to build. That would obviously negate this. It requires an enormous amount of power. It requires a successful use magic as part of its construction. It won't work exactly like you wanted. It It will cost a lot of money. You need help building it. Um, You can use magic to help. Yeah. If that's. want to... I don't know. So you, Pete, you tell me yeah, Pete, how you
2: want to fix. Yeah, I'm looking on. Is that on your uh, action scientist sheet? Yes, it is. You have. And what that? What's that under? Because I have the sheet it it's, it's the first move. It's science. Okay. Yeah, there it is. All right. Good. Okay.
4: Um. Hmm.
2: Okay. And I'm going to pick go ahead yeah go on no no I was going to
3: I was going to propose it's not exactly on this list but I I'm, I'm story wise I think like I like the the give and take I see is I'm sacrificing like I think for the rest of this whole mission like I won't have the motion sensor or like my whole my whole like little scanner thing is going to be offline and you know maybe best too if you want to make it really serious
2: yeah, it's, it's going to melt the batteries. It's going yep. to potentially um, blow out some capacitors. There's going to yep. be uh, fresh fish oil everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. that's, a, that's a capacitor callback joke. Yeah, um, that's, good. that's good <laughs> um, But ultimately, the, the, uh, the, uh, the keeper's pick on this will be, it won't exactly work like you wanted, and I have okay. something in mind as to how that's going to manifest.
3: Cool. But there you go. I do it in a blaze of uh, microphone feedback from every uh, gym based uh, school presentation ever. (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe I even I even jam like it's pick, I even jam the tuning fork into the like the pickup um, and so it's basically amplified it's that feedback of the tuning fork that's like so it's getting amplified and then feedback on itself I mean it, I would say it's probably unpleasant to anyone
2: Not much unlike a Pete Townsend sound check at the Isle yeah. of Wight in 1971, this ungodly sound issues forth. Uh, it's the resonance of the tuning fork and that much more to orders of magnitude. And had your eardrums not all been blown out you would have heard this tall man say this will not keep me from the boy he's special and just before you would think that his body his body is quivering and shaking and that it would just come apart at the joints it just disappears.
3: Oh uh, Yobi Wandus, motherfucker. <laughs> Strike me down.
2: And you can't hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <Hey>! it <laughs> Yeah, it's it's you're you're twelve feet underneath the pool at this point. That's all you hear is rumble.
3: He said I couldn't use the tuning fork forever. I showed that fucker.
2: <laughs> what? You're exactly. all Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> You're all Grandpa Simpson suddenly.
0: Oh, shit. I, I motion
1: with my hands, like, walk, um, small, and, like, wave my hands, person,
3: <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll shake my head. Uh, you know, and Dr. Bishop's going to gather up. He's going to like look at Bess and like look at the battery pack and just kind of shake his head and uh just kind of sling it over his shoulder and, you know, and just head where we last heard the screams of the boy.
2: You have trouble walking. Your equilibrium is completely destroyed. Nice. Um, you're both injured. You <laughs> So that's that's one one strike against you, but your inner ears are completely destroyed. Um, I should know I had earaches as a kid. I know what, what this is all about. Um, uh, a long but rest. you, you, you run <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> D D terms, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um so you're able to get up to uh to that turn in the hallway and you get into this room where the kid who was on the motorcycle uh, is strapped to a table and there are little robes on the floor around him and a circular surgical saw on the floor that's still whirring and skipping around Uh you, you think it's worrying, you're gonna assume it's worrying. you can't hear it word but <laughs> it <laughs> looks like it's worrying <laughs> And the kid yeah the kid the kid is uh strapped down to uh to one of those ceramic tables.
1: Uh, I'm gonna cut the straps
2: okay. As you do, the marble walls in which uh, you're standing uh, begin to glow. And even though you can't hear it, there is a hum. You can literally feel it in your bones. There's no figurative about it. There's Mm -hmm. a, once again, a tone. uh, And you're wondering (laughs) if it's from Dr. (laughs) Bishop, but it's not... Quite, it's not quite from Doctor Bishop.
3: Yeah, they, uh, yeah, because you could feel it in your bones. Is a figurative expression, and you used the word literally so that we weren't confused. So very nice. Correct.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Clarification. It's all about yeah. being
3: direct. Yep, yeah. it's words, 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 and their definitions matter. Words, uh, words matter.
1: Words matter more than system.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything matters um yeah if well, everything right, wow. if everything matters then nothing matters yes i get it all right um yeah i'm gonna i'd help i'm gonna maybe while uh juan is untying the boy i'm gonna like kind of just be scanning around the room trying to figure out what the hell of this noise is and this glowing or this vibration i guess i can't really call it a noise
2: I would need some kind of investigation role or arcana yeah, role sure. from you guys to, dis- to discern what's, what's actually happening. Maybe
3: read it, read a bad situation or, um, investigate a mystery is more around like a monster.
2: Yeah.
0: I
3: I'd would,
2: say read a bad situation. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah, let's do that. Okay.
3: Got an 11. Hmm. Mm. So once again, Uh, I get the three questions. Uh, So I'm going to go first. I'm going to do, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? And what's the best way to protect the victim?
2: The answers to one and two are that space time is ripping apart. And number three is clear the area now.
3: Okay. Okay. I I tap uh, Juan on the shoulder and make the like the thumb Marines we were leaving motion, um, <laughs> and and like we like you know I help I help him get the the kid untied and we start huffing it.
2: As you're running out, the fabric of the construct, if you will, is coming apart you remember that as you're walking through this funeral home it suddenly became the marble mausoleum again and now you find yourself in what you would really think this space actually is which is a run down home that's a good hundred plus years old uh, with dry rot and mold and so forth and you're making your way straight out the way that you came and again you see the the pews you see the embalming room you see the display area the used car lot of caskets I really like that it's good Uh, and you bolt out of that torn down portion of, of the wall and you just keep running and as you do this humming is growing stronger and stronger, and even as you're running farther away from it, you can feel it start to resonate within your bones. You almost feel like you're going to snap, but you keep running and running. And then, as if your inner ears were not battered and damaged enough, the air around you rushes out and then kicks back and blasts you down to the ground with a flash of light you roll over and see that the funeral home and the mausoleum tower are no longer there and scene. nice what Man, you cliffing her so well, yeah.
3: Where'd it go? <laughs> good stuff, good stuff, Pete. So good, very
2: yeah, nice. Yeah, you guys are deserving of a long rest after that. I've always wanted to do inner ear damage to someone, so thanks, uh, thanks for being there. For <laughs> yeah,
3: you're you're welcome. Man. It seemed like it seemed like I mean it. It seemed pretty obvious that oh, you're you saying I can't make this tuning fork go off forever? I'll make it go off forever.
2: A hundred times bitch. louder.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Science! <Exactly>. Science! <laughs> it seems exactly like... Uh, Dr. Bishop is not totally upset he blew out everybody's eardrums. He's kind of proud yeah, of, of that. it. Oh, good stuff. Good one, stuff. Last, yeah. one
2: last thing. Uh, one last thing. The kid looks up at you and says... Well, you can read lips in this case. It's pretty easy. Sure. Thank you. And a drip of that same yellow ichor drops from his nose.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. Scene for real. Yeah, Yeah. even better. Even better. We should do
2: end of session. I forgot that part. (laughs) I forgot that point.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we could do our end of session XP now, Pete, if you
2: want. Yeah, we definitely need to do that now. We definitely need to do that now. Okay, so let's ask our our questions because these uh, and we only had one fail. That was you, uh, Doctor right. Bishop. Yeah, That's so great. you got your XP
4: for that. Okay. Did we conclude the current mystery?
3: No, we have not.
2: Did we save someone from certain death or worse?
1: Sure did. I'm gonna say yeah.
2: Well, hopefully, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> as yeah. far as we know.
2: Yeah, yeah. did we learn? Not. Did we learn something new and important about the
3: world? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, All where to of of begin?
3: Where to yeah. begin? <laughs> There's a, uh, so many notes. There's a lot going like, on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Doctor Bishop can like study in perfect quiet now. This is this has got so many benefits. He's like sitting in his journal and like writing shit down. Transdimensional locator.
2: And- <laughs> <laughs> Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters?
3: No, I don't think so.
2: I don't think so. Not from a character's
3: perspective. Yeah,
2: I I'm going to bring up a point of a point of conversation on that okay. one. And and we can discuss it. It may be a stretch, but it's it's a, it's a uh, keeper observation in that there were numerous opportunities for you guys to give in to your natural pro- proclivities to investigate or ferret something out, but you you stayed on you stayed on mission. In a way, you you did not give in to the curiosity, and there was there was quite a bit in the old curiosity shop. So it's just an observation. I don't know if it's a yes turns that into a yes, but it's 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 a that's a strong observation that you, you guys really stayed on mission.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I mean, and you know, you're throwing you're you know, you're talking about like this is a Dr. Bishop is definitely fighting his natural urges. Uh, <laughs> Because you know, yeah, there's that give and take with Juan for sure. Mm-hmm. If you want to sammer that for us, I'm not going to say no. We don't need it though,
4: right? Because yeah, I yeah I don't. One. It's yeah.
3: it's there. Maybe let's save it for now. Like maybe that's something we. Yeah, can it's put
2: something on. to build on. I think
3: maybe I think it's it a little on. bit more.
4: I yeah, think the next question is going to be sure.
3: interesting because Doctor Bishop is down like you know, he's down to his skivvies as far as gear goes.
2: <laughs> gonna have to go back to the lab. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna have to talk about that. Cause uh, you know, there's you're out in the middle of uh BFE New Jersey. And oh, yeah. Believe no, it or I... not, believe it or not, people, there are portions of New Jersey that are BFE. Like, it can it. still, can still be done in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out how you're going to get your quote unquote long rest. and, address address what's happening here uh so it's definitely a uh two yeses so a one mark of experience
3: okay
4: for you not gentlemen experience we're getting there yeah. not harm not harm got plenty yeah. of that
3: yeah I, how many harm do you have i have three
4: i have two i, have
1: I was experience.
3: reading the rules when you hit four you're unstable and yes treatment. yes so yeah, I would like to yeah, I think we need to at least lick our wounds somehow.
2: Yeah, and and uh one fifth, you you still have a sphere buried into your bicep you have not extracted oh, yeah. that yet. <laughs> it, it isn't it isn't active anymore, but uh it's it's still buried in there. Yeah, so there you are lying treated. lying in a field and two large uh dare we say Quasi-interdimensional structures have disappeared. Uh, You've been beaten to heck. You've got a sphere in your bicep. You have a kid you've rescued who is now oozing the same stuff that said Tall Men's. Hmm. Not good. WTF. WTF. Mm -hmm. Just another another day for our heroes.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm. Juan signed up for this. (laughs) I've been chomping at the bit to get back to this.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, Doctor Bishop. Doctor Bishop is fascinated. It is fascinating. It. Yeah, it's good stuff.
2: Glad you guys are enjoying it.
3: It's been good stuff. Yeah, a lot of oh, a yeah. lot of fun on my end. Believe me, <laughs> believe that. Me. Yeah, and the images are just amazing. I don't know. Yeah, oh my doing. gosh,
1: such yeah. good prep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so much Fortifying. fun. Too, that though. freaking chapel <laughs> is. <laughs> be seeing that tonight
3: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we <laughs> haven't even like checked that out yet like what are the what's
1: going yeah, on yeah i don't know that I, i'm i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> <But> I,
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know what Juan needs
3: to know maybe can we make well you know that all that maybe that chapel isn't there maybe it was part of the trans dimensional stuff i don't know but maybe there's a now a what, small the chapel, there's They're all, <laughs> there's a they're all dolls the with shrouds on them in mm-hmm. the smaller chapel
2: <laughs> dolls no 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 oh, dolls no. No dolls. No dolls.
3: No dolls. <laughs> Reached too far.
2: And by the way, for our uh, listeners who have subscribed to Patreon content, uh, you can request <laughs> the posting of all these images. We will be glad yes. to uh, put That's them right. up in Rocket, uh, where you may peruse them at any time. So just you know, at any one of us, and uh, we can we can take care of that for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. We all have it in roll twenty now, so in our journals. So nice. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be two sessions, boys. But uh, I don't know the way things. Hey, play and see what happens. Uh, there's another. Set, you there's
3: mean a, two more from here, or two? no?
2: I was thinking it was two all up. I thought oh, we were yeah. going to go oh, no, last no. session in this session, and I'm like, oh no.
3: <laughs> I, <you laughs> the you the never way never you guys never, are playing that's like, good. You think it's two sessions? It's going to be three or four. That's yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, that, we we
2: that stretch yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, we we David Gilmore slow hand that shit. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So the it. question is which we'll take off- offline which is uh uh April <laughs> is that when people are going to be free again. Yeah. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that yeah. out.
3: We'll figure that. We'll figure out. Yeah. Sure. It'll be good. It'll be good.
2: So bless up though. I I love running these guys. This is just the way the interplay between the two characters, the way you guys both mm. absolutely lean in uh always pure joy for me so always look look forward to these and then hey we get to we get to play d next week or later this week too so hey yay that's right.
3: oh that's right nice yeah
2: pete's my
1: Very only nice. gm this week
3: wow wow well yeah. you could still guest to pre- well you'd have to come on foundry cuz we're doing dcc on foundry tomorrow
1: nope i'm out
3: nope. you're not you're not on you're not on the foundry train yet, huh?
1: i don't i'm i'm barely here my mental bandwidth will not let me <laughs> Do anything new?
3: Okay.
2: Um, yeah, you've been yeah. a busy man lately. It's good I'm to tapped have you here. out.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: All right.
1: Yeah, it's just bad timing for it because I. It looks uh-huh. so interesting, and i have just like I. <laughs> I can be barely be. prep for a roll twenty, which is.
3: It'll just. It'll be. It'll be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll have all. We'll plans. have all the kinks worked out by the time. Exactly. Ready. Yeah. It'll be, it'll and, be and ready you'll get to the benefits. Yeah. That works.
2: That works. All right. Well,
1: groovy. Yeah, good stuff.
2: Oh wait, hang on, hang on. Oh my god, I got to I got to play out with You know, I we had
1: we mentioned a song lyric earlier
3: and it didn't come up.
2: Oh, Duck did play it, I think.
3: Uh, Under Pressure by Queen. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, no you're playing it for a moment, but yeah. this this, this is really what. Quiet. uh Let's see. Let's Let's see if we can get this going. It takes a little bit for the actual telltale riff to kick in uh so we can just like post over it like a dj but <laughs> with that jason did exactly put the pieces together about the inspiration this is one of my favorite movies and oh, movie yeah. series of all flipping time i saw it on cinemax when i was 12 and 40 years later it still fucks me up and yeah. of course it's phantasm mm.
1: I saw that orb. I was like, man, I've seen
0: that
2: before. <laughs> <laughs> I know that yep. orb. Boy! Mm. Just chills to this day. And hey, the guy who played uh, the tall man, Angus Scrimm,
3: Angus, uh, yeah.
2: is a perfect name, right? He yeah. actually has a Grammy Award for Best Liner Notes. Wow. The Beatles. What a good Grammy. Yeah. What an amazing yeah. He's he was like he was, you know, actor and and writer and lighter notes writer. I mean, just a crazy, crazy kind of background to this guy. And I was reading up on it where uh, Coscarelli was doing the casting and the reason why he got cast, or one of the many reasons why he got cast. Was that he could, as you see in the picture in in um, Discord right now? If you pull that up, he does that arched eyebrow mm-hmm. whenever he talks, mm-hmm. and it would make children cry. And they're like, "Oh, he's our <laughs> guy!" <laughs> uh. With one look, he can make a child cry. Done, yep. done. So, Perfect. anyway, just a big fan of Mr. Angus Scrim and Coscarelli and all those guys. So. Mm-hmm. It had to be, had to be done. So months ago, when I was mattering on, like, oh, I got this inspiration. It's gonna be like a kind of an homage. There you go. Right. Very nice. Hooray! Love it. We'll see where it goes. We're gonna play and find out what happens with our phantasm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, all right, boys. Well, we'll right. uh, we'll get something on the books, and uh, we will play and see what happens.
3: Right um, Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Jason. All right. Of- yep. snow
2: boys. Bye. Okay.
3: Bye.